Hey there, nerd. All alone again tonight? Well, let me make sure you can have some company. Go to your phone and look up Awful Neutral Podcast. Leave me a message of what you want us to do. You can leave your comment wherever you want. Awful Neutral is five gold for the first minute and seven gold for each additional minute. Credit card fees may apply. We do not guarantee happiness. God is a lie. I'll even give you advantage. Foolish mortals, do awful, neutral. Hello, and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... A couple people today. <laughs> None of whom we are fond of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of combined all the voices, too, right there. I can't wait to meet this wacky new character guy. <laughs> He's combining all three characters into one amazing personality. <laughs> oh, is this the three dwarfs on uh, on shoulders with the trench coat? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so jealous. Oh, Dave Callens as... Uh, what's my name? Kevin. As Kevin the Paladin. <laughs> I love it. you really deep role play. You submerge yourself in your character. That's uh, my hammer. <laughs> One of our newest cast members, AG as Malison Kill. The other of our newest cast right. members. Okay, the the right. second one. <laughs> Caleb uh, as I'm gong. If you can't love the one you gong, then gong the one you will. <laughs> Is that another Malice and Kill quote? <laughs> I feel like we should just have a book oh, of like probably gonk is. life lessons. <laughs> Shit my gonk says. <laughs> it's going to be a new tweet. Shit. Jesse Egan as Judd Banksley. One day I'll reveal my middle name. <laughs> Is it Utters? I, I don't know yet. <laughs> Save that one day. That's a quest. <laughs> Shudder. Shudder. Oh, Sarah Lee Steiner, who also was presented with a Webby just before oh. we started recording the show. She's shrugging her hand. I want to record this. <laughs> Can you hear the that is sound? sound? Slapping the webby. Slapping the webby. That's the sound Slapping of success. Let's put a zany sound effect in there. AG's exactly. looking at it like, that's not what you Please, do. That was that. very expensive. Please don't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you abuse a web aboard is disheartening. I just Easy come, easy go. <laughs> in the Gertrude manner, yeah. I yeah. will destroy it. Speaking of which, she is... Gertrude. I'll be award-winning. That's a new catchphrase. And Salvador Viesca as Lothario de la Pulga. And I feel like we all want a Webby today. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is our Webby. Thank you for bringing it. I'll, I'll let you touch it. No, you didn't. <laughs> Roll a sleight of hand check. <laughs> Sorry, he just ha- went for it without rolling. I don't think that's okay. Well, he also rolled a natural 20, so you have to what's, give him the Webby. What's webbies. that Webby? My Webby says me too. I just got slapped with a jelly hand. <laughs> Last time on the Awful Neutral podcast, the gang had arrived in Duke's court. 
Grayson and Chud took Tifi to the mechanic to see what they could do about repairing their friend. Elsewhere, Gertrude, Lothario, and Kevin were leaving the Coliseum after the riot they caused after Kevin hit a wrestler with a chair two episodes ago. On the way back, they stumbled into Caitlin's Shop of Magical Curiosities, where they proceeded to thoroughly aggravate a shopkeeper. Kevin tried to get into a tome of cats again. Lothario was viciously attacked by a canary. <laughs> Chud, channeling Hudson Hawk, chased that canary all over creation, saving Lothario from, I believe it was four points of pecking damage. <laughs> like, Felt like six. Who <laughs> <laughs> knew that Mrs. Doubtfire was such an avid wizard? Malison and Gonk decided to join them at the store. Once they got there, uh, Gonk and Malison bought some communication devices for the party. I had bought um, stones of what? Uh, far speech. Rocky talkies. Rocky talkies. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. For everyone. Um, and then. Uh, Gonk and I specifically got these head, magical headbands that probably make us look like Olivia Newton-John. Uh, yes. That we wear That's under our Xanadu, gear. I'm thinking. Uh, where yes. we can actually, I think, fully communicate mentally or telepo- telepolithically. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that was right. Telepathily. It's like a place in Greece. Spartans made a stand there. Gallipoli. Where 300 psychics took a stand against Persia. In World War I. Call me now, for your doom is coming. <laughs> oh, Miss Cleo wins the war. <laughs> so many Australians are just kidding unsubscribed. Uh, I'm a veteran. Okay, it's cool. I'm allowed to make fun of Gallipoli Telepoli. I'm married to an Aussie. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> so that one Aussie unsubscribes. That one Aussie. <laughs> to all of our Australian fans out there, I'd like to say, uh, don't listen to the rest of this cast. They're a bunch of Taronga Ronga bows. God damn it. <laughs> Damien. Pretty good, right? That's what New Zealand. Is that just Rocco? <laughs> As an Australian, let me just say, New Zealand is number one. Shut your <laughs> face mouth. <laughs> God, <laughs> no. Lastly, the episode closed with... With Lothario crying. <laughs> <laughs> and being, like, consoled on one side by Gonk, and I think Kevin on the other... No, no, it was Gertrude on the other. I do not console. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You get pecked by a pecker, you just take it, man. Nope, okay. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, back at the mechanic's workshop, where earlier Chud had done some menial labor while waiting for Tifi to recover, some of this labor just included looking over schematics that many of the mechanic's apprentices had sent her for review. I was doing some translating, right? Mm -hmm. Because you did such a good job, you found two projects of note and you transcribe those plans into your workbook. I wrote a new book called Tinkering for Dummies. <laughs> Check it out. The episode ended with Tifi waking up and seeing the mechanic's unfamiliar face. Tifi engaged a self-defense mechanism. Though it was a ruse, Tifi simulated a self-destruct sequence. When the mechanic tried to open up Tifi's panel, Tifi batted the mechanic away. It wasn't until Tifi saw its trusted friend, Chud, there that Tifi was able to calm down. We'll pick up our journey just moments before Tifi actually regains consciousness. Tifi, you have been out for an untold period of time. You eventually regain consciousness. You're in the several-story-tall library, decorated with granite, ivory, gold, huge spiral staircases. This room is massive, and it's filled with uncounted amounts of books. There's several banners with an emblem of a blank scroll in front of you. Judging from what you remember, you 
are confused. This is highly illogical why you're here. You know something's been wrong with your programming. You don't know what, though. Um, all right. Um, are we there, like, see, like uh, attending him? No, no, no. Dream but, I mean, sequence. you guys can feel free to penetrate the fourth wall whenever you want. So this isn't re- real. This isn't the mechanic shop. This is a something mm, in yeah. his head? Ooh. Yeah. Correct. TP looking around, uh, first just noticing all the books in the grand library, gets pretty excited. This is fantastic. Look at all the books. This is the biggest library I've ever been in. Oh, is that? It's a symbol of Ogma. Where am I? This is amazing. Hello? Hello? Even the slightest word echoes throughout the granite chamber. I should be quiet. This is a library. And uh, Tifi runs up to uh, just if there's like a special, if there's any scroll that kind of catches his eye more than any others um, uh, or something within reach. One with naked people is what he's getting at. (laughs) Uh, Every book you go up to and scroll you open is blank. But as you are moving, roll me a perception check. (laughs) (laughs) Even in my own dreams. Ten. Ten? It sounds like you can hear some faint veal music coming from the far end of the library. Veal? Veal music? It's, uh, oh. it's, it's veal. V-I-O-L. Okay. No, no, he's, he's talking about actual, like, lambs that are very underdeveloped, like, playing <laughs> instruments. <laughs> you see a... It's a baby cow. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you smell a delicious meal. You can smell innocence. A veal meal. Personified in food. It is a slow tone but uh, you can tell it's gaining tempo. Okay. Picking up. Tifi walks towards the music. Uh, As you get closer, you see figure looks dressed like a standard bard, but in very ornate leather armor in front of you. Not a busker. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, my my car ran out of gas. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye, Miss American (laughs) Has a hat out with some with a dollar bill hanging out the side. <laughs> Gotta seat it, bro. Just need a couple gold pieces to charge my wand, bro. <laughs> I also take straight. drink tickets. <laughs> uh, the leather armor he has is white, and uh, he stops playing his feel momentarily uh, as you approach within 50 meters, and he says, "Hail and well met, friend. Did you enjoy the library? It's wonderful, but all the books are and scrolls are blank." Only a very small portion of the library is actually filled with knowledge. This library contains all of the world's knowledge. As I and my servants discover more, the pages of these books are filled. Goddamn Trump library. (laughs) (laughs) No knowledge. (laughs) If you continue going, you would find volumes upon volumes of what is no knowledge of this world today. Ah, yes. Uh, This is fantastic. Am, Am I dead? You would be dead. You see, when you defeated that ghastly Lord Privilegington, all of his servants were free. But before that, and independent of your interference, there was an outside force at work. They had tampered uh, with the programming of the Warforged. As they have in many cities across the eastern side of the Empire, this tampering, I believe from what I've learned of it, it alters their original programming. However, you are special. And your programming's autoimmune system, you might call it, 
attacked the virus and you have Warforge AIDS. Yep. Sorry. AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> heart blow, man. Your body entered a stasis mode in order to prevent full corruption of your system. Warforge AIDS. <laughs> but it's still early, so they call it yeah. grids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> really messed up. So I don't know why I know that. You're patient zero. <laughs> it was actually well, supposed zero, to be zero, patient one, zero. O. <laughs> I have had my eye on you for a while. You are different among even the living of your world. You have a thirst for knowledge that is matched by few. It's insatiable. I, I, want, I want to know everything. I would love to be able to fill this whole library. And one day, perhaps you shall. Uh, Damien, could you describe this guy again, or is this just a no. uh, disembodied voice? He looks like a human male. He is dressed in fine white leather armor, nice. ornate cape. He looks like the most well-dressed bard What's you've ever met. What's the tiger trainer's name? Siegfried and Roy. Roy. Siegfried and Roy, yeah. But now uh, there's only Siegfried. He looks no, like they're both still around. Roy just Ooh, stays at home. Yeah, I was, was going to go for, like, Dokken. His viol is ornately decorated. It has... Um, so he's like David Bowie at the end of Labyrinth. You know, we could retcon it. He looks like Bowie. He looks like <laughs> Bowie. <laughs> right. Bowie's in space. Yeah, his face, he looks just like Bowie. <laughs> During Bowie what phase of Bowie? He's constantly shifting all stages of Bowie. <laughs> Good, I like it, I like it. Always. He like, starts walking on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm very sorry, Tiffy, but you have to come this way and walk on the books with me. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's no. awful. Turn back. Turn back, TV, before it's too late. Oh, oh nice. uh, TV, you have to understand that the time we have is... Oh, my God, that's amazing. Now it's Christopher Walken. Yeah, damn it. Nah. Fox, no, that was no, crazy. Wow. Really I don't borderline. even understand Listen, why yeah. you went to Walken so soon. <laughs> I was trying to do, like, Goblin King. Walken. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was really it's good. The I thought it was good. I like uh, it. Yeah. As his hair changes to Walk long sense. gray hair, kind of perm, feathered and permed up, heavy eye makeup... Uh, <laughs> He's basically every yeah. anime villain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tea for you and your dance magic. <laughs> Let's uh, dance. I can dance if I want to. I would love for you to go and do all the research in the world, darling, but our time here is short. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. It sounds like, like, like my grandma hitting on a young yeah. man. <laughs> this dream is taking a weird turn. Oh, hello. I'm Allison's grandmother. <laughs> I'm here to say. I'm David Bowie. Tiffy, I must warn you. There's one piece of information that I have come across that I've brought you here to explain to you that vial that you have on your person. Very powerful thing, darling. Yes. Uh, it's a drag queen. <laughs> It's like Ursula in a it's way. Awesome. Mm. Air to snort, that's one. Yo you boys. poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> you brought this on yourself. Well, we kind of frosted on him. Yeah, yes, I was um, beginning to study it. I, I've already found that it has um, some transmutative properties and um, could potentially uh, create things at infinitum. Yes, it's a very integral part of a much larger machine, baby. You'll have to understand... Uh, what you have right now, people will stop at nothing to get you. And in fact, beware of those you know, darling. Uh, people are going to be coming at you with jealousy behind your back, and you just have to ignore them and shine. He's <laughs> <laughs> doing like if Mrs. Doubtfire was in the birdcage, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do Harvey Firestein next. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Guys. People that I know, uh, anyone in my party? No. Decorative cabbage. No, nobody in your party. So many questions. Um, no one knows, but is it, I have a theory that I could 
possibly live forever being warforged. I don't think I have any reason to die. Um, is that uh, true? Or uh, none of us have lived very long yet. And um, also, I want to know about um, the uh, the, uh, the vial. Is there anything that I could use it for, or we could use it for? And um, uh, what, can I look at the, the scrolls? Can, what uh, You said there's a portion of the library that's full of knowledge. Um, can I examine that? How much time do I have? I don't have much time to answer the rest of your questions, but I can answer what you know about immortality. The method for your kind to obtain true immortality and escape the limitations of flesh are out there. I can sense it. I know it is out there. It is in this library. However, it has not been discovered yet by any of my agents. Very well. Um, what about the, the vial? Is there anything that I could know about that? Or just any anything in general? What what is there anything that I should know that will help me? And what should I do with it? That is not the question you should be asking. The question you should be asking is what would those who intend to use the vial use it for, darling? Have you seen the new light poles around? Have you seen the sources of light, this magicless energy? Have you seen the blue lines being installed in Duke's Court? No, I don't believe you have. No, I've never been to Duke's Court. Investigate those. Is there anything else? Yes, there's so much more to tell you. When you get back and see the mechanic, please pass along my salutations. Bye. Wait, is there anything you can give me? In mid-sentence, Tifi is pulled out of this reality. It was like Tifi went into Star Wars hyperdrive, you know, just immediately jetted out of this dimension. Tifi, you see your consciousness flying between realities. An array of colors is all around you as you pass through the different dimensions. You pass through the infernal plane, the fey plane. In a world of pure imagination. <laughs> yeah. I just see the intro as of I'm Mystery Science Theater yeah. 3000 with all the doors. <laughs> Can you help me be less annoying? Work on yourself, darling. <laughs> <laughs> and at that moment, Tifi's consciousness wakes up. He is restored. He is laying on the bench in the mechanic's office. And we actually acted out that scene uh, at the end of last episode. So we pick up now with Tifi seeing Chud asking, where am I? Master Chud. Tifi, Tifi, are you all right? Stutter, stutter for me. Boy, I'll miss your sweet stutter. Where am I? (laughs) What's going on? Well, who is she? Oh, uh, I'm the mechanic, and the mechanic is just wide-eyed looking at you. She's picking up her glasses, putting them back down, making sure. I, I saw. I personally saw over 25% of your core erode uh, and degrade. How, 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 she was looking at your core. How, how are you so functioning right now? Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Rather personal question? Yeah. <laughs> I, British David Bowie told me how. <laughs> Aren't all David Bowie's British? Yeah, probably. <laughs> 25% of them. Dave Callan started calling himself the American David Bowie for a while, but it never 25% took. 25% of David Bowie's are David British. Bowie all the time. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I was in my tinkering lab, and then I was talking to Ogma, and then I'm here. Huh. A hallucination. So you pictured yourself speaking with Ogma. Huh, that is highly unusual, especially for a Warforge. I myself uh, have communed with Ogma, but uh, only after completing incredible tasks, of which... Uh, he, well, uh, um, well, there's one way to find out if it was just a dream. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to D- Duke's court, but Agma was telling me that I, I need to investigate how, what about the, the lights, the blue lights that are being erected around the city. Tiffy, something's wrong. I start shaking him. Your stutter, it's gone. Ish. <laughs> Ish. 
Um, so not only did your core not degrade and your functions not decrease, but it seems like some errors in your programming were actually resolved. Huh. And the mechanic cautiously starts walking up towards you with her tools, wanting to examine more. Do not touch me. Understood. I remember you slapping me across the room. I completely understand. But if you would like somebody to uh, give you a, a checkup, uh, my services will always be available. I'm perfectly capable of checking myself. I am very proficient. I've seen him do it. <laughs> Usually he thinks nobody's watching. <laughs> it's just that on the airship. I've seen him, though. Hudson heard him a couple times. As long as he doesn't wreck himself. Yeah. I, oh, come on. To answer your question about the light, yes, the Empire has been expanding with new technologies, many of whom uh, which I'm still unfamiliar with. Uh, uh-huh. They have been uh, they have been installing uh, uh, they've been installing ways to use power uh, to light rooms. So you can see them outside, and she points outside through the window, and you do see kind of a natural light coming from large metal posts. So we're we're in Duke's court then. Oh yes, you're in Duke's court. Welcome to How my shop. How long was I gone for? Well, uh, can I roll a dice for you to give me the answer to that one? Two or three days. Two yeah. or three days. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that resolves it. I definitely communed with Ogma, and he tasked me with investigating um, what's going on with these things, because there's, um, well, I feel as though there may be some foul play at hand. You communed with Ogma. Did he say darling a lot? Yes. Um, <laughs> it surprised me. I didn't think he would be as such, although he is um, the bard. Oh, that's Dame Ogma. That's <laughs> Sometimes Ogma manifests as Edna, Edna Mode from The Incredibles. <laughs> Darling, yes. Thank you. That's, that's brilliant. You did meet Ogma. Uh, what did Ogma say? Um, that I could potentially live forever and that uh, he wants me to investigate the, the, the lights and um, that, well, I... Don't trust you, so there's other stuff that I don't know if I can share with you. Although, uh, you say you have uh, spoken with him. Are, are, are you a cleric? Or, or, or um... She's seen 25% of your core. I think you can trust her. <laughs> I've never went to cleric school. Now, my uh, tinkering actually called my name. But uh, whenever I give a silent prayer before one of my machines for the first time goes up, it's to only one god, the only god that I view uh, worth worshipping in the Pantheon. Yes, um... Uh, I can see why. Uh, so you you are a tinkerer as well. Um, Chud. Yep. How do you feel about this one? Well, sir, there's a lot of it's <laughs> a lot of blue lights outside. I seen them. I was concerned. I really don't know what's going on. I'll tell you the truth, Tiffy. I'm my intelligence says eighteen, but I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's factual. <laughs> well, um. Ogma did warn me not to share certain information, uh, even uh, with my closest uh, allies, so I, I won't tell you everything. However, uh, look at this. And I uh, unveil my uh, tinkering tools that are in, ingrained into my um, myself. That's your wiener! And, uh, <laughs> sorry. I wanted to be like, look at this and do the thumb trick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, as a fellow tinkerer, you might enjoy this. I was designed specifically to tinker. Ah, yes, I could see. You were one of the... You were an Envoy model, correct? Yes. I mean, clearly with some uh, upgrades. Specifically tasked with tinkering, I was designed to be um, the uh, Master for Artifer's assistant. Hmm. Pleased well, to meet you. My name is Artificarian. Uh, pleased to meet you as well. Do you mind if I take notes while we speak? Uh, 
Very well. Please, Tifi, I, I know you have a lot of questions, and I'd be happy to answer them, but I have a lot of questions for you as well. Would you mind sticking around so I could pick your brain, as it were? Mm, I, real nerd off in here. I'd love to pick back. Gonk and I want to go back to our ship real quick. We got to look around for some stuff. Uh, Gonk and Malison, after leaving the store, go back to check up on their ship. It's roughly a 30-minute walk as they're going through the various districts in the huge city of Duke's Court. And I assume at this point we've handed out the Rocky Talkies. Mm -hmm. And so we all are now able to be in communicado with one another. Uh, there are some who didn't receive one. Anybody the mechanics don't. wouldn't have received one. Or Grayson, yeah. But everybody else has a, a Stone of Far Speech or a Rocky Talkie. <laughs> uh, correct. As you guys travel through the various districts, you see the Dwarven Quarter. You see very well-designed rock buildings. As you go through the Human Quarter, it seems much more like you're going through yeah, a medieval Germanic town. So finally, you get to the docks where you see your airship, The where you see the, hang on, give me a minute. There is confusion on the part of any onlookers because uh, I believe from the roles that happen, your activities director for your ship, uh, Andre the, the Giant, the giant unironically named Andre, did a <laughs> terrible job actually painting it on the ship. Right, Every, so everyone just calls it the minute. Uh, it is known fondly amongst crew and those who know the ship as the minute. The and minute. anyone works on it forever, henceforth known as the Minutemen. Mm. <laughs> oh. I'm a minute man. Malison and Gonk <laughs> board the massive luxury ship. As they board the ship, the various crew members, uh, although Andre cannot be seen, I'm using the restroom. The various other crew members. Even I got a pee. You see the rest of the crew members, again, dressed in their white shorts and white... Uh, Neckerchiefs. Ne yeah, shirts. <laughs> uh, salute the captain and Gonk. Welcome back. Uh, life's sweetest reward. <laughs> a very well-dressed, half-elvish uh, says, Welcome back, Captain. Thank you. <laughs> uh, there are some belongings in the back. We didn't dare touch them. They belong to the previous owners of the ship, the wrestling champions. You guys might want to go through it, or perhaps designate one of us to do it. Uh, Gonk's, like, cocks a, a hairless eyebrow. Ooh. Seems we got some swag in the hull. You can find the items in the aft portion of the ship below deck. All right, let's go check out the booty. Excellent. Can I get you anything to drink? Gonk looks over at Mel. Always. As you wish. And he nods over to a halfling carrying a, a serving tray. One goblin Merlot and one chicken wine. Thank you, Isaac. <laughs> Thank you for remembering my name. All right. Uh, Gonk grabs the tanker. He's like, yeah, sure. Now, uh, show me where this uh, this little hidey hole is where we uh, we we found this uh, uh, mysterious uh, unclaimed belonging. Uh, right this way. Follow me, Mr. First Mate. And he takes off below deck. Assuming you follow him, he takes you right to the uh, enclosed door. They called it the party doors, but the sign says storage. We were instructed to never enter, so we wanted the captain's permission before we did so. We'll take it from here. Excellent. With your drinks. We'll leave them outside. Best idea. Salutes the captain, then turns to the first mate. As you will. Thank you very much. <laughs> and he scuttles off. Why the hell would they think we've gotten here? Uh, Gonk uh, gives the door a solid wrap. Is it uh, sealed in any way? Does it open? Nope. It is just a, a regular uh, large wooden door. Regular meant to party fit. door. Yeah, <laughs> red, meant to fit a giant. Nobody cares about their cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's it's very abundant in this world. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, and he gives it uh, a, a hearty shove and then uh, walks in first. 
as you enter this room, you see it looks like there there is a uh, large giant sized poker table sitting in the middle. Four chairs scattered around. Mm-hmm. Uh, all around you see a keg on ice in the corner. Yeah. Uh, you see a uh, you see a large. Can I roll to do a keg stand? Or? Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, give me give me an athletics check. Uh, is that a twenty? Yep. One. <laughs> oh, natural one? Okay. Yeah, it's natural one. Uh, and do, is it I'll take the plus eight for uh, athletics for me. So Malison dies. <laughs> well, I as much as I want to give you that bonus. And my armor flies up over my head and everybody <laughs> can see my butt. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> exactly. that we do yeah. not think out this particular maneuver. Yeah. Uh, Malison places both hands at the, uh, on the handles of the keg and using her immense strength and training, flips her legs over to lean against the wall. However, uncharacteristic of Malison, she did not account for her armor uh, not being strapped into place correctly or tight enough. And her armor falls up. Her ass briefly becomes visible to to Gonk, who Who immediately shields his eyes. Uh, (laughs) Malison immediately lets herself down and covers up and pretends the event didn't happen. You were as graceful as a mountain elk. You were like Mary Lou Retton. Fantasy Mary Lou Retton (laughs) is what you is. This room is scattered with a bunch of empty beer cans and wine bottles, uh, but on the table you see scattered uh, various illicit drugs. The only other thing of note you see in the room is three giant sized, and again, I stress made for wrestling giants, sized black duffel bags with big zippers. <laughs> not drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the yeah. side. Yeah, yeah, written on the side. This is not drugs. Yeah, but the R is backward like the Toys R Us R. <laughs> All right, well, Malison opens them and discovers what's within. You discover uh, large amounts of illicit drugs. Uh, Malison, what you see in it within is... Uh, several hundred at, uh, I guess giants work in 10 kilograms, not one kilogram. So 10 kilogram bags <clears throat> filling each one. You estimate there's probably about 900 to maybe a thousand uh, 10 kilogram bags per large double bag. All right. I, I use our mental headbands to tell him we should just go sell this shit, right? <laughs> uh Gosh, uh, Gonk immediately like. But puts, it takes like twenty minutes it, because I'm so verbose. He, he is so verbose. It, like Gonk has to like put his fingers <laughs> to his temples, uh, like Professor X style, just to try and filter out like the the en- enormous amount of like uh, it, all he sees is like white graphs, numbers, and equations. Like that scene from uh, The Hangover when that's, Zach Galifianakis is walking. Exactly I was thinking Beautiful Mind. No. Perfect, it, it, hangover. They're both applicable. After twenty minutes of Gonk kind of staring into all right, space, all right. uh, it's. It's weird when nobody's talking to see the face of somebody, a turtle or otherwise, uh, act like they're trying to catch up to a conversation that nobody's having. It's a really weird sight to see, but that is what's happening in that room. Uh, whereas- Gonk moves his mouth when he thinks. <laughs> Definitely. He's, he's got like an intelligence of like eight. Yeah. Gonk uh, tries to take down notes, but can't do it fast enough. Right. <laughs> Uh, I just imagine the turtle t- turtley tongue that like kind of like flicks out and they like kind of lick their. No, he like the longer this conversation, mental conversation goes, the more he ends up looking like Mitch McConnell. Comes to an end and and yeah, Mal, possibly. like sorts out like the enormous amount of gold and like plans for how to employ it. Uh, his face snaps back to normal and you realize he's like ten times more handsome than Mitch McConnell. <laughs> yeah. He still has a charisma of 10, but he's still like... Yeah, still pretty homely. Yeah. yeah. 
No turtle would fuck Mitch McConnell. No turtle would ever fuck Mitch McConnell. With a goblin dick. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no, no, not ever. Uh, Plus, uh, like we, I think we have established that Gonk is only uh, 15 years old comparatively. He's comparatively, a minor. He's, uh, yeah, he's an adolescent. And Mitch McConnell, he he's a, he's like half bullywog anyway. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> that's a deep insult to the turtle community. Ah. Malison, in a very detailed way, lays out an entire business plan, complete right. with complete with uh, statistical models, everything. Wait, charts really cool. and graphs. Like, like visually, it's like every so often, mm-hmm. like a strata will like intercede, like a layer of like mm-hmm. a like a tier of a birthday cake <laughs> or something like that, where Gonk is like worrying about all oh, this union news in the effort because I'm now in the Decemberists. And, oh no, I got I, I got to use some of that gold for birthday presents. You know, oh wait wait a minute, Mal, come, come on, boss, you got you got to hold on. You know. What a second! What what about maintenance? And we gotta hold up. We gotta scrape the the bottom of the ship. Sometimes, you know, they got Minox out there. <laughs> you already went over the SWOT analysis. Uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> he, uh, but we figured out in just twenty minutes. Uh, Mal thinking and uh, Gonk pulling faces. Okay, perfect. We're going to say that uh, uh, you let in a few choice members of your crew, offering smaller amounts of of the earnings to them to execute the plan. Not only are they part of- Is it real drugs? And I'm like, yeah, Andre's sure, I'm sure, Mal's sure. Do we cut it first or? (laughs) I like the idea of a whole bunch of like, uh, a multitude of different Mm. uh, D&D races all stripped down to their nethers uh, (laughs) with like bandanas on and goggles, whatever, or whatever we can get Mm. for goggles. And they are breaking bad. In the uh, in the hold of the ship, it's just like the beginning They're of New Ocean's Jack 8. City, right? <laughs> or yeah, New Jack City. Sorry. Oh God, that's good. We're gonna say that uh, because Thanks, Duke's Bob. Court is a metropolis, and you can't throw a bullywog without hitting somebody who wants to score drugs in this New York style city. It only takes about six hours for any of your employees to unload most of the supply. I'm gonna try and outsource most of it to the crew. Gonk's method would probably be not very subtle. He'd like either. Like stomp his way into a bar or a tavern, just be like, "Who wants to buy the it, some giant crack?" You know, <laughs> or he would just be like hanging out, or he would like hang out on a corner, going like, "Giant crack." <laughs> who wants who want to buy the giant crack? Got some giant crack for sale with sandwich size baggies. Just t- yeah, exactly. Like about th- about that big. <laughs> like Talladega Nights when uh, he said he was gonna be like a friendly drug dealer. Like, hey, you want some crack? I don't know. <laughs> do, you, do, do you want? Who here wants some uh, giant fancy crack? Uh, Malison and Gonk. Uh, we're gonna say that both of you have about ten. Th- the bones of Englishmen. Uh, ten thousand gold apiece from that. <laughs> Good lord. Oh, well, I said it was I mean, a lot. However, game. however, they got this. Uh, Can I turn into a drug dealer now? This had a narrative purpose, and this narrative purpose was to find ways to gear them up, uh, because especially Gonk uh, is not nearly as tricked out as a lot of you. With this money, Gonk and Malison uh, go on a spending spree. There's an entire montage where Gonk and Malison are trying out different outfits, and the other one's like shaking their head no, no to the first two selections, and then... Gong comes out dressed like Daiquiri, Captain Daiquiri Ron, and Allison's like, Mal- "Yeah." I want the song. I want the song from European Vacation when they're shopping. Can we have Perfect. that song? <laughs> Malison and Gonk, what do you guys come back with? What, what do you guys come back with on your shopping spree? And we can work with it. Well, we were. I, I was thinking maybe. Uh, well, that, you need to get outfitted, right? So what? Do, what? Do, what does well, Gonk need that that doesn't put him? Uh, you know, that that kind of brings him up to the level. Does of everybody else have like be. magical and, items? And me as well, because I'm not familiar with what their their strongest 
attributes. Yeah. Is there anything Damn. that could help me in when I do raging, like you know, a, uh, something that could boost strength, perhaps? Most barbarian items uh, are from uh, human and, and dwarven barbarian tribes. However, because this is a metropolis with a thriving trade district, you were able to find an amulet from a turtle tribe. It's a metal coin. It is uh, wrapped in rope. It looks like it's been in the sea, has a couple of barnacles on it. I'd uh, buy it anyway. And it's a gym membership. And, and you can take uh, that to go work out and get stronger. Oh, and, no. This is, are they going to do the, the, the hard sale on me? Mm-hmm. The talisman uh, is actually for 24 hour fitness. Yeah. <laughs> on the coin, you s- see an image sketched into the metal of a ship being turned over by a massive wave and lightning behind it. Done. Uh, he, they, he just turns to the purveyor. How much for this one? Uh, well, monsieur, if you were to... Uh, if you would trade me a giant bag of the cocaine. <laughs> really, do we sell items of this power to people with uh, bird shit on their shell? Uh, you would have had to have, I don't know, say, sold uh, several duffel bags worth of cocaine if you were to have money enough to afford this amulet, eh? Wait, is it a giant bag of cocaine or is it a bag of giant cocaine? <laughs> it's a bag of giant cocaine. Okay. Uh, we'll give you the high of your life. All right. Um, <laughs> So Gonk immediately, upon mentioning the, the quality of his uh, shell maintenance, his brows go down, his his frown goes up. Uh, he's going to roll to intimidate. Oh, I love it. Not very intimidating. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, guess what? I will take a shit on your dad. <laughs> That's Santa. <laughs> Wait, like a turtle shit? How do turtle like shit? Tur- like I will do a turtle shit. I will totally shit on your dad. You are a terrible ambassador of your people. I will forever think that turtles go along threatening upstanding merchants as their, their fathers with some sort of fecal treatment. Uh, and your mother smelled of elderberry. That too. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you what. If you have uh, 2,000 gold, I suppose I could give you for this, but I'm giving you a special uh, quote-unquote uh, nice guy discount. It is a plus 30% markup. Well, you and you are not nice at all to mention the fact that there's bird shit on my. Uh, maybe you should spend more time uh, being, uh, you know, cleaning up your streets, and there wouldn't be so many uh, uh, nautical fowl around here. Uh, besides, it, you really hurt my little feelings. Please have uh, a bird shit on him while he's saying that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, ri- like, li- like that, <laughs> the, it's the canary from Miss Caitlin's. <laughs> That's it, canary. Get out of here! I've told you this is not your store. Go to Mistress Caitlin. He like he like rolls his eyes and goes like Tom Moore. Yes. Really? Like he's like the the goddess of luck. He's like serious. I do, I do not. I pay enough taxes uh, at just being wealthy in this society. I'm tired. It is becoming hard for a simple billionaire in Duke's court to go anywhere without people expecting them to pay money to have their shell cleaned. Fine. <laughs> 2,000 two it is. And then he makes a mental note to shit on this guy's dad. <laughs> <laughs> if he ever happens to meet, he's like, incidentally, this has nothing to do with the uh, conversation we was just having. Uh... On Father's Day, where do you go? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 
he will likely be here. This is a uh, you have wanted into Pierre and Sons. Uh, he busts out. I am tiny, like a little pirate script book or something. He's like duly noted. I was thinking that, like in the same place, you would have a suit vest pocket, right. the, like the inside of your up, shell, just fake, like people shot. to poop on. Exactly. <laughs> Question: people When you to do a dookie? When you paid. <laughs> Did you have the dookie list? Bring out like a, a, a thing of gold to or? dookie yes. list. Dookie's for <laughs> when you eventually go to pay, and he sees that you actually have money. In fact, gotcha. more money. Uh, his tone does change quite He's a bit. He's like two thousand. He like reaches it. He like goes down into a giant bag full of smaller bags. He's like, that's one. There you go. Two thousand gold. Upon seeing this. I am sorry for my rudeness and the misunderstanding from Ilya Serres. That is very rude of me. Uh, uh, please. This is no like that scene from Pretty Woman, dick. isn't it? He, he, <laughs> he pulls out his handkerchief. You gone commission. Uh, that is simply the Empire way. We are a, uh, a, a lovable to see people. I shop. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is you, Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> he starts wiping a gonk shell for <laughs> cleaning him. Uh, okay, gonk so, then. So you have the... Rolls to attack. You're going to attack? No, right? I'm, I'm going to grab his arm. Just roll to touch. Uh, 17 plus three. You pull his arm off. That absolutely works. Uh, okay, so what do you want to do? He has, okay, this, uh, who, he's got an empire accent. Is this a human? He's a human. All right, he's got a, his arm is then held in a vice-like, very, very painful grip of a, of a turtle who does not like his bubble burst. Gotcha. He's wiping the bird shit off of the back of your shell. You, like the Terminator, <laughs> like the Terminator at the beginning of Terminator 2, just reach up, unflinching, grab this merchant's hand. You hear bones being stretched and broken as this merchant's arm is at the mercy of this powerful turtle barbarian in front of him. Sacrebeau, what are you doing? I was cleaning your shell! There's almost like an electric crackle on the uh, shell and in, and in uh, Gonk's eyes when he and his voice like literally almost drops an octave. If he had teeth, he would be bearing them. Don't touch the turtle. My mistake, Monsieur. My mistake, Monsieur Tiotel. Tell you what, I will give you the amulet for one thousand gold as a reparations for my rudeness from earlier. I'm still shitting on your dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls. He like goes with a very crude like scrape across the uh, uh, the counter. He pulls like half the gold back into the bag. Gonk leaves with his amulet and one of the soon-to-be-shit-on Pierre's sons uh, screaming on the floor. <laughs> Pierre's I'm a shit on you, too. Pierre's <laughs> No, please don't. I have suffered enough. I give you a discount. I will shit on all y'all. <laughs> Run, brothers and father. <laughs> Vengeance will be mine. He says, and then he leaves the show. I perfect. am so rad. What do I need that <laughs> You're I actually have? pretty well kitted out at the beginning. For a fifth level, it's not bad. I, I have two items. Can I make myself prettier? You guys have a lot of money, so I have two <laughs> suggestions. So add three charisma right there. So, <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I have two items for you. One would be uh, a shield of memory. Oh. For when you black out? Maybe. Or you can buy one sixteenth of a Bitcoin. You, That's uh, just a coin that comes with fit. a fedora or <laughs> <laughs> and a pet tarantula. It, does, it's, it's, yeah, it says it's a fat dude. The neck beard says milady. <laughs> yeah, and my Gary Johnson bumper sticker. Yeah. Does it come with that? I don't understand why well, they have to be female characters in a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, because my first thought is if I can maybe, because that sounds great, like a badass mm-hmm. shield. Uh, and then you'll tell me about the other item. But we mm-hmm. also want to outfit our ship, right? Mm-hmm. Your ship is a pleasure model. It's not a good pirate ship. If there's not many defenses <laughs> on it, it's a good hull. It's meant to hold giants. And I weight. make it a Klingon bird of prey that can fire <laughs> when cloaked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we have established that there is cloaking technology for ship. There's some sort of uh, mass invisibility spell you can cast on this thing. So uh, how you want to upgrade your ship is up to you. Well, what was the other thing besides the shield? Bracers of Charming. When you wear these bracers, something about it just makes you feel more confident. It's magical. You have a confidence that radiates out, giving you plus two charisma. As well, you can cast the charm spell once per day, uh, rechargeable on a long rest. What's the charm spell? Uh, charm spell is essentially thing. what your whistle does. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, but like that that charm spell has a an intimidating spin on it. This would be might might be if you wanted to win somebody over in a oh. in like yeah. a. More... But I can't force somebody to be my sort of slave with the rape whistle. No, uh, that, that, both are temporary. Both the spells only last an hour, but yeah. you are uh, more likable and uh, more charismatic wearing the bracers as well. Well, it sounds badass. Um, then I get one of these items, right? I no, it's a webby. No, uh, you have a lot of gold. I, I, I'll say that uh, the, the more you spend here, the less you're going to get in the ship upgrade section. Right, and I don't know what these are uh, going to cost, and I also want to make sure that we outfit the ship properly. I'll, I'll say that each I'm little, more concerned about the ship. The shield's going to be 3,000 gold. That's a pretty powerful item. Damn. What about the bracers? Uh, bracers, uh, less powerful, 1,000. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? Take that shield. I'd do the shield. All right, I'll take the shield. All right. I'd go for door number two. Hello, yes, welcome to uh, Polite Nigels. We're right next to <laughs> Pierre and Sons. We are the much more friendly counterpart. We sell this items. This is much nicer. The irony is they like being shit on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, absolutely, ma'am. Well, they're German. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Did somebody say shit on next door? You see, like, Hans's supplies. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I have a glass table here. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God. Hey, I thought we were out of Damien's fetishes, but there we go. Oh, <laughs> Add that to the list. Brings itself right back in. <laughs> for your consideration next year. All right, well, that whole thing we just discussed, okay. I'm going to mentally zap Race that over to him so that he can communicate the sale of this shield with the... Uh, this German shit guy. Okay. <laughs> this German shit guy. <laughs> if Gonk's in Excuse there. Excuse me, Mr. He, che- he checks the name over the bo- over the door. He's like, uh, Mr. Shazer, uh, would yes. you mind? Uh, I will shit on your dad. I'll, Thank you. <laughs> I will shit on you your dad. He's like, Danke. 1,000 pieces <laughs> of gold. Discount for you. <laughs> Wait, uh, so how much will it be for the shitting? First off, let's negotiate that. Let's just, uh, <laughs> just, for, uh, just for the shitting. Can I roll to take a shit? <laughs> <laughs> a Goliath shit. <laughs> okay, well, I've never had a turtle turtle before, so this should be very interesting. I am... Uh, uh, oh, yeah, very exclusive. He, uh, like, hides the little book away as much <laughs> as he possibly can. I am tingling this anticipation. Uh, uh, so how much for that uh, magnificent shield you got over there on the corner? <laughs> uh, well, uh, tell you what, after the... I, I can give it to you for 3,000 gold, of course. Uh, that is after, I assume I pay you, uh, I'm assuming, 500 to maybe 1,000 for the total treatment that you get the total the, the total treatment that's right the total Ooh. package the total package <laughs> am I getting a discount because Gong's gonna shit on this guy's dad this is a yes and podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is amazing oh, tell you what I'll bring it down to uh, uh, 250 if you include my father and this is well I, well you know I'm family friendly 
All right. Uh, uh, he takes you to the back room where you see uh, uh, plastic lined walls and a glass table, and he pulls the curtain. And we're not, that's that's where that ends. Wasserspielen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if that's. Listeners it's. everywhere are like, oh. That is direct translated water sports and water play, and I don't know if uh, if that's uh, what they call it over there. All right, I'll get the next Facebook ad campaign centered in Berlin. We're gonna see. Gonk wanders out from the you know from the supply closet, yeah, pull, hiking up his trousers and going. There's another day at sea. Yeah, he uh, puts the shield into his bag. Put the shield in the bag. And he's like, yeah. and he puts, touches the circle. Got it, boss. All right. Gonk goes to leave. As he does, you can see uh, one German man, about 40, the other about 65, uh, saying, Donka, Donka, uh, waving to you as you uh, walk out. This episode should be called The Shield of Bad Memories. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it should be called The Shitty Episode. (laughs) Okay, so. Pleased with the amount of shit references. (laughs) I did write the to do do list. We have shit and cocaine all night long. (laughs) All right, so uh, Gonk only spent 1,000. Uh, Malison only spent uh, 2500 uh, That leaves quite a bit of money 16, left. 165 to outfit the ship. For yeah, a bunch so of boring, practical purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say it's going to cost 7000 to upgrade the ship armor-wise. It's a huge ship. It's going to require a lot of lumber, a lot of labor to uh, make you guys combat They're gonna ready. They're going to have to fix hard points. They're going to have to load up ballista, whatever. They, I mean, yeah. I don't know exactly what kind of... Mm. Modern or uh, fantasy mm. weaponry they have on cannons. Arcane sh- Definitely well, needs some hammocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's a must. Uh, cannons, outdoor grills. Huh? <laughs> cannons are a primary uh, are a primary way. They also have uh, cannibal uh, 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 cannibals catapults. Uh, uh, they have. I prefer trebuchets. Can we get yeah. some shuffleboard? <laughs> trebuchets are good. Absolutely, and okay. let's. I want catapults with cannibals in them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think you have enough gold for the cannibal catapult system just yet. But we do have I'll put it on a the to-do-do wear rat in a barrel. I think I think the, <laughs> yeah. the armor is probably the first thing that you'd want to do. And then, can we get any cannons or any kind of weaponry? You can get those t-shirt cannons. Yeah, you you, <laughs> you could get uh, three basic cannons for about four thousand gold. But it's probably going to cost you about a thousand to fit them onto the ship. Find you know cut. Can port, we get portholes yeah, for the, basic? Yes, you can get three uh, three cannons, and uh, I'm, when I say three, I do mean three on each side. Uh, Would you, you recommend that? You, I, I'm gonna leave it up to him. I, I'm not in charge. Yes, but you're my number one advisor. Do it, okay? Because I know the armor is important. But, yeah. Uh, so do we you think need we need some reinforcement, all... thicker. We need thicker hull, and we need hard points for cannon and for uh, 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 defenses for and aft. Gonk goes by the Dockmaster Yard, where he's able to find uh, ample uh, shipbuilders and uh, carpenters who are able to get the required work done. He negotiates an excellent rate. I'll shoot on your dad. Yeah. He already, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is now your catchphrase. We need t-shirts <laughs> with that on us. Yeah, with a picture of Gonk. I, seriously, it's like, I can't roll an intimidation check. Gonk is, I just... He, he's just it's like, is, there, is it possible to be like a soft hard shell turtle? I mean, because, <laughs> the shitting on your dad actually They're turned off Maine. Uh, a lot of contractors. I need but... to think of a different insult. <laughs> <laughs> However, he did find a German team that was willing to help. Uh, in fact, that helped actually bring Why the race down. These empire contractors are so happy to help me out. I don't understand. <laughs> the ultimate driving machine. So we flash back to uh, right when everybody was done at 
Caitlin's magical goods store. The whole crew is there, minus Tifi and Chud. Uh, Gonk and Malison have yet to go off and buy their magical items and upgrade their ship. Grayson walks back with uh, after taking um, uh, Lothario for a bit of a walk. To, uh, walks back with Grayson to find the rest of the party, and is like, "So, if you ever need any more uh, talking, um, I'll be gone for a while, but you, you'll be okay, my friend. It's it's okay. Uh, I know you've been going through a rough patch, but uh, you're, you're a very talented guy, you know. So just keep your head on your shoulders and." Uh, Anyways, oh, there they are, uh, hey, uh, Gertrude and uh, Kevin, my my best friend. Gertrude and her dudes. <laughs> Stay thirsty, my friends. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I, I I hate to do this, but um, I have to go. Uh, I have a couple of presents for you, though. Um, I have. Uh, and the t-shirts uh, you wanted so badly. Oh my god, about Uh-oh. time. <laughs> it only took you forever. Uh, just also, uh, to, I was thinking of something that maybe would help you as a team, and uh, you seem a little, you know, uh, not uh, organized sometimes, so I got you uh, stones of uh, speaking for uh, for you guys. Yes, uh, that way you can all can stay in communication and uh, uh, keep in touch. Uh, so... Uh, yes, uh, I'll share them with the rest of the party, of course, but uh, if we could hand the... Here, you guys uh, don't seem very excited. Did you save the receipt? <laughs> um, what? What? You don't want... These are very handy. Uh, well, I know. Typically, you would give someone a gift receipt with the gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I uh, didn't... I didn't think... To do that, I, I guess I could go back to the store and. Do you have the card you purchased it with? Card? What are you talking about? You know, As Lothario like... picks his pocket for the card. <laughs> Is it Best Buy? I think they could just look you up. We could just all go back together. Maybe you got it from Nordstrom. And I'll just take it back. <laughs> you, you. I mean, if you don't want these, I can uh, return them. And next time I see you, I can give you something else. I just thought these would be nice. You don't. At well, that point, I call Kevin on the uh, stone of far speech that he already has. From under Kevin's armor. Please can, input the Nokia yeah, ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll find a fun ringtone. Yeah. But I have mine set to Pony by Genuine. So. <laughs> okay, you know what? Okay. All of a sudden, you hear like a chiptune version of Pony, uh, Genuine's Pony, coming from uh, under Kevin's armor. So right now, the line is open for Chud to communicate with Kevin. I go, Kevin, sup? Is this like a telephone or is it like telepathy type of thing? No, it's 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 a voice. You're speaking to the you got it. speaking it's to a rocky talkie. Okay, I got it. Can I um, add group messaging so I call <laughs> Lothario too? You absolutely can. <laughs> I, mean, I want his phone to ring, but I just start talking to them in speaker mode. Do we have what y'all doing? These stones are cool, huh? What a cool gift this was. I'm glad nobody <laughs> else gave us this. That would have been redundant. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Gertrude uh, takes both of them and puts one to each ear and <laughs> just talks to herself. Hello? Hello? Is that you, Trude? What's up? Can you hear me now? Uh, are you going through a tunnel? Sounds distorted. Kevin uh, turns in a slightly but not subtle enough manner, so Grayson would not see him, but he still sees him. And uh, Kevin answers the call and he says, We just got another set of these from the G fellow. We're going to try to return them. And then oh. he turns back. So did you have the receipt? <laughs> uh, 
He bought those? That's so stupid. Why did he buy those? We already own a pair. Everybody's got one of these Rocky Talkies. This is how characters never return to podcasts. <laughs> so I, again, I turn so he can't really hear me, and I talk uh, back to Chud. He's actually leaving us. Do you want me to tell him that you won't miss him? Tell him I'm going to send him a dick pic on one of these rocket talkies. <laughs> Wait, an utter pic? <laughs> yeah. Here's one. See? You see that? Again. The close-up of the teeth. You can't do that. <laughs> you, could, you could verbally describe your penis to him. Put his dick on a rock right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's just rubbing his udder. Yeah. Can you feel it? Is it working? I'm getting champed. Who's going to be paying for the podcast? <laughs> this they will. They this are is... now. <laughs> you guys can hear from your end from Grayson's end. It sounds like shuffling as Chud is trying to take a dick pic with a device that does not have that functionality. Really... He's pushing it up against the stone. He's Chud, like, I'm, Chud, what you, part... Chud, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm really, I'm just harassing Gray Boy. <laughs> The gray, Grayson, sorry about that. TV just trying to go back into that coma. <laughs> that was generous of you to get that gift that we didn't need. Thank you. Well, uh, I guess I don't have to... Wait, is that TV? Is he uh, back? Very good. Oh, yeah, you want to talk to him? I got him right here on my walkie-rocky-talkie. I, I I actually don't have uh, It's similar to what you got us, but these are better. Yeah. Uh, okay. Ooh. I'll get you something better. No, I, no, screw this. I, uh, I got you present. It doesn't work. It's fine. I'm, I'm leaving. Okay, but good, goodbye. I have uh, the stuff I have to deal with, and uh, I'll be returning as soon as I can to give you a mission and uh, hope you have a good time with all the Rocky Talkies. Rock on! Grayson slams down the T-shirts <laughs> into a pile and uh, walks off annoyed. There's no need to ruin good t-shirts. Jeez. And Gertrude goes to pick them up. Uh, Do the t-shirts say anything on them? Um, there's uh, <laughs> I designs. I love Gertrude's dudes. They have a picture of the walkie-talkies <laughs> that he got. In the days of travel, <laughs> they me. all told me what they wanted their t-shirt to be. And it's, it's okay. what they wanted it to be. So. As, as he's walking away solemnly and the, the Hulk sad walking away music is playing, uh, Kevin calls out after him, Grayson. Yes. Do you have a cannon for these? <laughs> uh, maybe uh, that's what I can get you next time as a cannon, if that's what you want. I uh, just yell into the phone, Nope, AG already got that too. <laughs> You're way behind on the gift giving. I, uh, okay. You I might want to consult with others before buying things at the store that's going to give way. My favorite part is that is that your character said her player name. <laughs> <laughs> this, you broke the fourth wall. These, damn boy, it. these, these rocket talkers are so good, they go right through the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson just walks away. That's so stupid. I should never have can Grayson's uh, like his stones of far speech like everybody else has like the new I stone X <laughs> and he has like Sam stone he has a he's, flip stone yeah he's got a flip stone <laughs> it's just, it's just two little like pebbles like <laughs> little, like a wooden hinge on it you guys have the official Rocky talkies he was giving you guys stones of far speech completely different things I mean they Rocky yeah I probably should have told them that these ones are untraceable. And that's oh, hey, by the way, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to cry, Grayson. <laughs> <laughs> I 
behind you. <laughs> the DM's giving you shit. Jesus. <laughs> As Grayson leaves, the party begins walking. Hold on the party to like hold the shitty ones. Be like, hey, you guys want to skip these in the creek? <laughs> <laughs> After Grayson leaves, the rest of the party, comprised of currently Kevin, Gertrude, and Lothario, began walking back to the ship. You guys know it's about a 30-minute walk through uh, various quarters of the town. Um, as they are walking... A beautiful white carriage pulled by actual horses, which is something that is kind of rare in this world where magic is so free... It's not difficult to either use arcane rods or uh, have an unseen servant. Man, I was hoping they'd be ponies. An enchantment of unseen servant uh, pulling a carriage. It is actually seen as a huge status symbol to be wealthy enough to, to afford horses. Uh, so a large, white, uh, beautifully decorated, gilded carriage towed by eight large, healthy horses. Each of which is named Horace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> this carriage pulls up beside you. You notice in the driver's seat for the carriage uh, a very well-dressed but very intimidating large orcish man. Beside him, you see a half-elvish female dressed in a cloak looking very mysterious. She has a very um, gruff look to her. And you see a drow elven man. He has various uh, glowing runes that have been uh, tattooed onto his face and enchanted with magic. You can tell that this man is a magic user. Whoa. This carriage pulls up and all three of these figures gruffly look at the party. And it is that moment that the... Uh, oh my God, please say that the runes are like clown makeup and he's part of the insane draw posse. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> okay, yes he's and. A- <laughs> uh, Damien, they're called Draugalos. Draugalos. Oh. <laughs> okay, now I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> he has a f- can of Fago soda. <laughs> it is at that point, as you guys are staring at this unusual side and three unfriendly faces glaring down at you, carriage door opens. Uh, inside you of the spacious carriage, you see a human man. This human man has like kind of a newsies hat. Uh, you can see that he's balding up around the top, has longer hair around the sides. Is Andy Cap? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's I mean, a we did guy. Kathy last time. <laughs> he's wearing very dark leather armor. This man looks like he's a, a very accomplished rogue. Main differences are that on his dark armor are rainbow suspenders. Gallagher. And on his large cape, you see bits of, it looks like fruit flesh mm. on his cape. You can see a sigil, though his leather armor chest piece is black. You can see etched in it. A giant uh, mallet. In a dark gray, so it's barely visible, but certainly there and well articulated. Oh, it's uh, articulated. fruit for. <laughs> <laughs> You see a, a, a hammer crushing a watermelon. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> as the door opens, he says to you, Hello, Gertrude's dudes. Please come on in. We have much to discuss. And that's as good of a place as any to end tonight's episode. Thank you very much for listening. Let's plug some shit. Uh, Clint, where can people find you? Uh, I got a Twitter, folks. Uh, now you can tweet me or Instagram me or Facebook me at Clint Beicher. That's Our- it. Nice. That's- <laughs> Dave, where can people find you? Uh, first of all, it was great meeting you all at Comic-Con. Thanks for coming out. 
<laughs> we'll see if so that comes true or not. No. <laughs> so many stickers. Yeah, so many stickers. It's amazing. Let's practice the secret. It was great seeing our millions of fans at Comic Con. Yeah. <laughs> You're all great huggers. <laughs> Thanks Never for giving felt me so, loved. so many giant duffel bags of cocaine. <laughs> a little rude how you treated Lothario, but we'll let it slide. I got so many phone numbers. It was great. That was actually the inspiration for that being a part of the show was all the Manifest cocaine you gave us. <laughs> Uh, I'm on the, the Instagram and the Twitter at Sharkadile. Excellent. Just like it sounds. All right. JG, I know you got something to plug. And uh, where can people reach you? Uh, yeah, just go to MullerSheWrote.com or Twitter, Instagram, everything at MullerSheWrote. And our new pod, 30-Minute Morning News Pod, drops July 22nd. And that Twitter is at DailyBeansPod. Uh, but you can also just find it all on all the MullerSheWrote stuff. It's all there. Caleb Cleveland, what do you got to plug and where can people find you? People can find me at Instagram and Twitter at Caleb is Drawing. That's C-A-L-E-B-I-S-D-R-A-W-I-N-G. Uh, by the way, if anyone out there knows Andy Samberg, uh, I suppose we wouldn't mind having him on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be sweet. If you can set that up. <laughs> We'd love to play D&D with Andy Samberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring Justin Timberlake. Bring no. Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> and if you can, please do register at the Ennies, uh Website. It's uh, really easy to find. It's an it's a uh, award for role playing games and board games from all over the world. It's uh, very prestigious among the uh, very select sort of niche crowd. And vote for Kids on Bikes, which is nominated for best family game. Uh, it's a role playing game uh, where you play. You know, if you're a fan of Stranger Things, uh, you, and you play a bunch of mystery solving teens of of any genre and shape or size. How do you spell Ennies? Uh, E-N-N-I-E-S. The Ennies. All right. And I actually looked up Kids on Bikes on Amazon. It's very affordably and priced. It's on the government watch list. It's <laughs> a tiny little book. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they get you. I typed it to the dark web first. That was my problem. <laughs> it's a very it's a small little book, but it has everything you need to run a uh, really, really fun, very concise and fun game unlike anything else you've ever played. Excellent. Uh, there's actually talks to do a one-shot here on the show with Kids on Bikes. That's correct. If I can just find somebody to throw this DM title at. Can we please call them the one-awful? Yes, oh, that is nice. great. One-awfuls. <laughs> Jesse Egan, where can they find you? And do you have anything to plug? Sure. I'm at Jesse Egan Comedy on all social media. And I can plug my August uh, dates. I'll be on the road again with Vicky in August. And I'll be at the Sacramento Punchline. August you mean 15. the Vicky Barbalak? Yeah. Uh, of America's Got Talent? Correct. Uh, we'll be at the Sacramento Punchline August 15th through 17th. Omaha, Nebraska, Funny Bone. August 22nd through 24th. And then we'll be back in San Diego with Martinis above 4th on the 28th of August. Uh, also, you have an album. Yeah, but it's not out yet. So oh. I don't know if I can really like push it because I haven't figured out how to get it uh, out. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> so yep. It's coming. So you might so have an album. I'll have an album out called That's the Spirit. Thank you. Album's dropping soon. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> You also have merch. I saw your Boots and Cat shirt. Great merch, you know. Buy uh, Jesse's album so you'll understand Boots and Cats. You can wear them all day. That's right. Bats and poop bats. Sarah Lee Steiner, where can people find you? Or do you have any awards you'd like to brag about? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Let me just share about this Webby that's sitting in front of me again. (laughs) This was an award. Um, As many of you guys know, AG runs the Muller She Wrote podcast, and I help out with that. So this was... Uh, from Muller She Wrote and a crazy, ridiculous year we had with that podcast. And now we're going to take that energy and put it into this one. 
Very cool. The Daily Beans. Exactly. I'm I'm slowly assimilating the cast of Muller She Wrote Just into the show. Just slowly infiltrating mm-hmm. it. <laughs> we need Jalisa, the other Sarah, and Jordan. Salvador Viesca, where can people send their fan art to on Twitter? <laughs> I've had uh, Salvador Viesca V on Twitter. And uh, you can find me at home playing Doom 2016. What's your come over? What is your gamer tag? We're going to see if people actually request. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sly Funky Monk. All right. PS4. Sal, if a listener does find you on the PlayStation Network at Sly Funky Monk, what should they say? Should they say, hey, I'm a fan? They should uh, challenge him to a game, and if they beat him, they get his spot on the podcast. Boom. <laughs> He's going to throw it. No. <laughs> I think that's good. That's good. I doubt anyone's going to add me, but. If you have questions or comments about the show, a favorite moment, a favorite character, any notes, Please reach out to the show at AwfulDND on both Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and one final note. If you guys are out there and you're a stickler for the rules, thank you very much for listening and dealing with it. This is my first time dungeon mastering, and this is many people's first time uh, playing Dungeons & Dragons. I catch a ton of mistakes of mine when I'm editing the show, and I'm sure you guys do as well. Also, Damien is autistic. (laughs) This is not a rule-z. This is not how you learn how to play D&D is by following this. uh, This is for, I know, how you have fun with D&D. This is... It was an hour of shit jokes. <laughs> <laughs> what are rules even, man? You know, it's like. So if we make a mistake, thanks for listening. Please don't bitch about it on iTunes. Uh, we still need those five-star reviews if we're going to grow. But please feel free to tweet us at AwfulDND. Let us know the mistake we made. And here's a joke for Sarah Lee. What's it called when a DM plays with himself? What? Dungeon masturbate. <laughs> Thank you very much, nerds. This has been the Awful <laughs> Neutral Podcast. Woo! Good. Yeah. Yeah.